0: You've no doubt heard me talk before about how I am continuing to increase my income without increasing my hours. But today, I want us to take a super practical look at how I actually get so much done working 25 hours a week or less. I'm pulling back the curtain so that you can see precisely the actions I'm taking to make the most of my time right now in my business But I'm also letting you know exactly what that looked like and how it was different before I had the team supporting me that I do now. Because although I've moved some things off my plate so I can spend more time working in my zone of genius, the ways that I've been making the most of the time that I have available haven't actually changed. So I'm sharing with you my top five tips that you can go and use today, regardless of whether you're a solo operation or have an entire team to really leverage your time in a way that moves your business forward. It's time to let go of any notion that the hours that you have to dedicate to your business are in any way restricting what's possible for you. Let's do this. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Oh, hey, hey, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from com. How are you doing? How is your Thursday going? I had to think about that because obviously I record these in advance. <laughs> I hope it's not wet and miserable where you are. It's been wet and miserable, like relentlessly here lately. But I'm in the blanket fort, which is super cozy, I'm wearing a lovely knitted jumper. I've got my cup of tea in, can I just say, I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the show, in a mug handmade by my mother's fair hands. Yes, she's a potter. Yes, she has her own pottery studio. She makes things like mugs from actual clay. How cool is that? And on the side of the mug, do you know what it says? says I am limitless. I mean, how perfect is that? (laughs) All the things I like, feeling limitless and drinking tea and speaking to you. So I have all the reasons to be feeling good today. I'm really excited to bring you this topic of how I get so much done in 25 hours a week or less. It's going to be a super practical show for you today. But first, I'll tell you what's been going on over here. my clients, I'm always just so proud of the work that my clients do, how they show up and meet me halfway, how they get amazing results. Some of them are getting results like, whoa, right now. They've been getting up to all kinds of incredible things. We're talking about signing clients left, right, and center, running events, getting speaking gigs, landing contracts with incredible big name brands. So proud of that particular client in that instance. Uh, expanding their teams like crazy because their business is booming, selling their first spots on a new membership program. I mean, I could go on. I'm just so proud of the women that I get to work with and the work that they do. And I just love celebrating their successes. I think I love celebrating it even more than my own. In fact, I know I do. <laughs> It's just so much fun. Oh, and how fun is this? One of the clients who also listens to the show, I know you're listening, hon, she has made the life-changing decision to um, uproot her and her husband are selling their home and they're taking her business on the road, going to live in an RV and travel with their two kids. I mean, how cool is that? She listened to her soul and she's going for it. So proud of you. I know you're listening. Um, And also, I've just been enjoying hearing from the ladies that have completed my Limitless Money course. They are crushing their money goals. I shared on um, social about one of them in particular, did you see her? She told me that she not just hit her August money goal that she set while she was doing the course, but she did it without a stitch of work. Without doing a stitch of work, she took the time off to be with her son. I mean, now that's what I call creating with your mind, right, and not with hustle. All the reasons for me to be happy over here. So I'm expi- excited to bring this topic to you today. Uh, I don't want there to be any mystery around how I managed to keep moving my business forward forward perpetually whilst working 25 hours a week or less. So I will frequently talk about this topic and continue to bring you behind the scenes here at Corrie Jeff Limited so that you can see what actually happens to make all the magic happen as it were. Oh, but first, oh, see, I'm getting getting too excited today. I've got too many things to tell you. I must also tell you that after the roaring success of Free Template Week, you ladies loved that. I loved seeing your enthusiasm. I loved hearing from you telling me about what you were going to do with your template. I love. I'm loving hearing from you. So many of you contacted me, telling me how much you've loved the template that you're using and exactly how you've used it. I mean, that just has lit my soul on fire. So. I kind of had to continue the good times, didn't I? Because that felt like such a glorious thing to do. I wanted to keep the good times rolling. And if you got yourself a free template, you may have already heard this, maybe you haven't. But if you were one of the women who took action and grabbed yourself a free template, then guess what? You've been given a code for 50, a whopping 50% off anything single template you like in the Limitless Mother template shop, corriejavid.com forward slash shop. I mean, why not? It just felt fun to do that. I'm just in an abundant mood these days. What can I say? And I saw how excited so many of you were to get one for free. So just go and get what you need with 50% off on me, my love. Now, if you didn't grab a free template, then you don't qualify this time for the 50% off. And here's the thing that you should know about me. I love to reward action take so just kind of always keep that in mind when I suggest something I like to reward people people have won things from me just at random before somebody will send me a dm someone will send me an email most of the time I'll just lovingly reply and be really grateful to be communicating and building that relationship with you but sometimes I also just like to do something to delight and surprise you and give you something um because you're an action taker. So the ladies who were the action takers and grabbed th- themselves a free template now get 50% off for a limited time of anything they want from the Limitless Mother template shop. So go and use that and enjoy that. Um, you should have an email with your code in it if you were one of the people that had a free template. If you grabbed a free template and you can't find your email with the code in it, then send us an email to team at corriejavid.com and we'll sort you out and hook you up. And the last thing I need to tell you is that at the time that I'm recording this, there's one space left at my current prices before my prices go up. And when I say a space, I mean to work with me in 2020. So if you want to get on my list, book yourself a discovery call. You could do that at forward slash work with me. I think we're all caught up. Let's get to this topic. Let's talk about getting a ton done in 25 hours a week or less. Here's why I want to bring this to you. Maybe you hear me talking about how I've created my successes so far. So how I, first of all, replaced my corporate salary. um, Within three months of launching my business, then I doubled it within seven. I hit my first five-figure month, 11 months into my business. Um, I recently celebrated two back-to-back 25, no, not 25, 20K. I have to be careful if I'm talking about dollars or pounds. 25. 20,000 pounds plus months, <laughs> one was just over 20 and one was, I think, more like 22, um, uh, all while working 25 hours a week or less, which anytime I share my results and my successes, first of all, it's because I want you to understand that the same is true for you, the same or better is true and possible for you, you can make it happen. Um, but also, the thing that I think is most impressive, more impressive than creating the money side of things is doing it whilst working 25 hours a week or less. And I say or less all the time because I only work 25 hours a week when school is in. (laughs) And even then I quite often will take, I take at least one day off a month to myself, go to the spa or do something like that. So it's often less than 25 hours a week. And over here in the UK, if you're not in the UK and you don't know this, the schools are out at least uh, for a week, every six weeks. So every six weeks, the school are out. So really the very maximum 25 hours a week, but often, most often less than that. So I have been making all of this happen and maybe you're working more hours than that. And you're sick of cramming business into all the gaps and you'd like some breathing space. Or maybe you're working part time too, but you're forever feeling like there just aren't enough hours in the day to actually make the kind of money you'd like to be making to actually move your business forward in the way that you would like to. Maybe you see me over here pumping out content like two podcast episodes a week, social media posts, emails, creating new templates, creating courses, coaching my clients and you're like how on earth is that woman getting that much done in 25 hours a week? I don't want it to be any mystery. I don't want you to be under any illusions on how this happens and I want to share with you exactly and some of the things that I've learned that have really helped me to get the most out of the time that I dedicate to my business, because I would love that for you too. I would love you to be able to leap your business forward um, and get a ton of traction. And I know that when we're using our time in the best possible way, uh, that's really the ticket there. So, obviously, on the last episode, I was talking about stop undervaluing your time effectively. That should have been the title, really, if we're being honest, right? To stop doing that. <laughs> um, But when we're talking about valuing our time, because now you've listened to that episode, right? You're totally on board with valuing your time. Yes. (laughs) So now that we're all on the same page around really understanding that time is our biggest commodity, money's a renewable resource. Time currently isn't. And because it's our biggest, most precious commodity, we want to treat it that way. And so it's really important to be knowing how you can put the hours that you have to the best use to move your business forward and how you can set yourself up in such a way that you don't feel like your hours restrict what's possible for you and for your business because I never feel like my 25 hour limit restricts me and you know me I am limitless and you are limitless too so let's talk about this in a really practical way today I'm going to pull back the curtain on my business come and join me behind this curtain (laughs) I want to talk to you about how I actually get so much done. But I do want to address something right at the very start. Yes, I have a team of ladies supporting me in various different ways. Now, they work for me as contractors. They work for me um, in various amounts of hours, depending on who we're talking about. But I also want you to know this. It started out with just me, me, myself, and I. And I have naturally added more and more help and support in over time. So it's something that's grown um gradually. It didn't kind of all come at once. I didn't just assemble a team of women. And equally, I did function in my business for a considerable amount of time just with me. And I really want to make that point because this show is going to be relevant to you whether or not you have a VA, no VA, somebody supporting you, not supporting, if it's just you, this is still relevant to you, even though that's not what it looks like for me now I'm going to be talking about how I used to do things, how I used to carve out my time and how I used to use my time, use those 25 hours in a different way because I didn't have the support that I have now. And here's what I don't want. I don't want you to allow yourself any kind of BS story around, oh, well, it's okay for her because no, there's none of that happening over here. There's no special case, no special situation you can achieve the same you can achieve way more than I can have achieved in 25 hours or less or whatever hours you have that you want to work in your business and that's the kind of big thing that I want us to all be on the same page with so we can just say okay yeah we've addressed that and we can move on we can t- start talking about the practicalities got it great <laughs> okay so I'm going to talk to you about how I practically speaking fit everything in I have shared with you on the show before a sneak peek into my working week. If you haven't caught that, we'll put a link to that in the show notes um, in case you wanted to go back and listen to that. And also, something that would really complement this particular episode, because we're going to be more grounded in the practical here, we want to be also having some of the woo. We'll talk about a little bit in a second, but anything that you can be going into um, time mindset wise is going to really serve you here. So time mindset in the same way as money mindset, it's totally a thing how you view time and your time, not just valuing it like we talked about in the last episode, but also about kind of what you believe to be true about the amount of time you have and the expectations that you set up for yourself and the time that you have. All of that good stuff is really great to support you from a mindset perspective with the kind of practical stuff that we're talking about today so we have if you go back and just scroll through the episodes from i know around may and june i was talking a ton about separating these ideas of money and time and not buying into this story that uh, making money has to be hard work or require a ton of hours anymore so if you didn't listen to those episodes or if you want to go and re-listen to those episodes, they would be a great thing. If you're really wanting to focus on this, if you really want to start moving your business forward more quickly and start making more money and stop feeling restricted by whatever hours you have, that will help you too, as well as some of the pretty practical stuff that I'm going to share today. Okay, so let's just start squarely there very briefly with mindset. I'm not going to go over and rehash all of those things that I just talked about that's in those previous episodes that you can go and listen to. But fundamentally, what underpins my ability to get so much done in 25 hours a week or less is my belief that I can. I have a rock solid at this point belief that I get to keep increasing my income without increasing my hours. That's just something that I believe to be true and choose to believe, which is an important point there. I choose to believe that. Um, And I continue to cultivate that belief on a daily basis. I do mindset work every day. You know this. You've heard me say it. And I'm really proactive about what I'm thinking and believing. And that underpins this for me. The other thing is that the 25 hours for me is non-negotiable. Never at any point am I remaking that decision. I am not asking myself again and again each week, well, maybe I could just do another extra two hours here. Or maybe I should just squeeze in another five hours there. It's a non-negotiable set it and forget it kind of thing in terms of I'm not going to be wavering on that I'm not going to be remaking that decision all the time that just leads to decision fatigue because it's a non-negotiable it forces me to make every decision in my business through this filter of how do I make that happen in 25 hours or less okay so that's my a little quick insight to my time mindset around this piece and I think that's really important that we all understand that it's fundamental to being able to achieve a lot in a short amount of hours is first of all, believing that you can. It sounds so obvious, but without that belief, it's going to be a different reality for you, right? So I'm always just asking myself, how can I make that happen rather than Um, Seeing my hours as any kind of restriction. I just see it as an opportunity to think outside of the box. And I also trust that's a big thing. You know, I talk about this a lot on the show, but I trust that I'm going to be able to achieve what I want to achieve. And I trust that what I do in my 25 hours is enough. If you can only take away one thing from today, and like there's going to be a ton of practical things that want you taking notes today, putting them in place in your business um, if they feel good to you. But even if you only took away one thing, it would be to start trusting that what you did in your business today was enough, not second guessing, not beating yourself up for not feeling productive, not wishing you had more hours, none of that serves you. It's a a use of energy that doesn't serve you. If you could instead choose to trust yourself, Oh, that's when the game changes. That's been a big game changer for me. If you're interested in finding out any more about that trust piece, um, go and listen to my interview that I did with um, Lacey Sites in her group, uh, Lit Up and Loaded Entrepreneurs, last night. It was really fun. We talked a lot about um, how I've hit 20K in pounds, 25K in dollars, months, working 25 hours a week or less. And we talked about that trust piece a lot. But I want to bring you these practical action tips. But first here's one action item for you. You ready? I'd love you to think about what is your mindset around the hours that you're working currently or that you want to be working? What do you believe to be true about time and making money? Get really clear on that so you can have a look at honestly are those beliefs serving you is your mindset in the right place for you to be diving into this work to get more done move your business forward more quickly in 25 hours so that's your first takeaway action item got it amazing okay and let's dig in now to the practical I've been promising it here we are (laughs) approximately 17 minutes in I might be different when we edit that but And 17 minutes in, we're finally getting it to it. You know what? You know what I'm like? You can't separate the practical and the woo. We've talked about the mindset, though. Here's what practically my week looks like. I want us to be clear on what I'm getting done. When I talk about how I get so much done, here's what I'm doing. Every day, I'm doing mindset work. I think we all know that. I think we all understand that. So I'm proactive about what I'm thinking. And I am every week doing the following activities. I have client hours. So I have client calls. They're typically 50 minutes to an hour long each. And also between those calls, I support my clients in Basecamp. So we use this piece of software that helps us to keep in touch so that I am helping them to move forward between calls and they're not having to wait for my support on the calls. So um, depending on who's doing what, what's going on, then sometimes some days I'm doing more client support than others. The other thing that I'm doing daily is checking with my team. So we chat in Slack and we, um, and I will see what's going on. However, I have dialed back my, uh, management there because, uh, the beautiful and wonderful Carly is now managing more of that side of my business for me. So I might have to answer a question or do a final review on something, or I might just get involved in some general chat because we do like some general chat sometimes too, right? Um, But generally, I'm checking with her more than the rest of the team, and she is checking in with them, if that makes sense. But previously, that was something that I was doing myself. Um, Every week, I am creating content. So I I write and then um, give to the team Tuesday's emails. So if you're on my email list, you know my Tuesday emails. They're not short, and I write them from the heart, and I do put some... um, energy into that. And I like to bring the right energy to that. However, I do write them fairly fast just because I'm so used to doing that. I write social media posts each week. So the um, outline from this podcast gets repurposed and turned into a social media post about this episode. But I write the outline to begin with. So I write the outlines for the podcast for the two podcast episodes per week and then some of that outline gets used for content but I also will write between one and three additional social media posts per week depending on what's going on so if we're promoting something in particular more like three if it's a just a kind of week where we're not really doing a heavy promotional focus or marketing focus on any one particular thing then it might just be a one or two value based posts Um, And I also create other content. So this will be depending on what's going on. So at the moment, we're working on pushing through some more templates to the template shop. So I'm working on some content there. Uh, Over the summer, I was creating the content for Limitless Money, my Money Mindset course. Uh, Sometimes I'll be working on other projects like looking at the emails in the funnels that we have and making tweaks and adjustments there, that kind of thing. All content though, right? Uh, The other thing that I do each week is I spend some time, some sort of CEO time, as I would call it. So sometimes strategizing or planning or looking at metrics um, or just big picture thinking. I don't spend a ton of time doing that, uh, but it is important to be doing it frequently at this point in my business. So. That happens each week. And the other thing is all important, sales activities. Sales are the lifeblood of our businesses, right? So sales activities have to feature quite highly on the priority list if you want money to be rolling in. Uh, For me, that looks differently now. And we'll talk about how things have changed in just a moment. But for me, that might be writing um, promotional posts or adding a sales message onto the end of an email. So it gets kind of merged in with some of my other action that I'm taking, or I might just mention to you on the podcast that I have a uh, space available at my current prices before they go up. See, there you go. Just did one. Just ticked one off my list. <laughs> um, but you get my point. But sales activities are featuring in my daily schedule. By the way, I don't know if you can hear, there's a car alarm going on outside, but I'm just going to carry on anyway because, hey, this is real life, Right this is the slot that I have for the podcast. (laughs) We'll just continue and ignore it if it's there. Maybe it'll get edited out. Either way, (laughs) I'm cracking on. Um, And I will also have sometimes discovery calls. So That will be obviously on an ad hoc basis, depending on whether or not I'm um, forward-filling spaces for my coaching practice or not. So sometimes I just periodically now close my waiting list for a period of time. If if people are having to book too far out in advance, I just kind of wait until we get nearer to the next available spaces, then I open those babies back up again. But mm, I would probably have if you averaged it out, at least one discovery call a week, maybe? I don't know. I should probably check my stats on that. Um, and so those, in a nutshell, are the activities that I'm doing. So that's how much I'm getting done in 25 hours a week or less. Um, did you notice that Answering emails didn't really feature in there. I've spent very little time doing that. It maybe say five to ten minutes a day, so that's why I didn't really include that there. Did you notice that scrolling on social media didn't in- get included in that big list? I'm talking about the big ticket items here, and I do engage on social media because I love seeing what you ladies are up to, and I love like answering and your comments and reading them and seeing what you've been posting. But I don't do it every single day, uh, every single business day. And when I do, I just hop in for a short period of time Like when I'm having a cup of tea or something. I'm not spending hours, certainly. I'm not even spending half an hour probably. Um, and although, yes, my growing my social media following is important, I focus on things like the podcast and my email list more so because just personally, that's where I feel like I'm building up uh, stronger relationships and there's just a little bit more of that kind of intimacy to me to the podcast and the emails so I put more energy and attention there I'd be I'd love to know what you're surprised at um, about what I'm achieving in a week do you think actually it doesn't sound like that much for 25 hours do you think that you're really surprised that I'm not doing this that or the other I'd love to know Um, so that's what I'm working on right now um, in my 25 hour weeks typically And my weeks look pretty similar from one week to the next. I'm quite disciplined in how I schedule my time, generally speaking. um, And I tend to stick to my kind of commitments to myself. And I just find that it's so much easier that way. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. So here's how it looked before I had any support though, because I really want to be clear on this. So of course, over time, it's changed from when I had no support to when I have like quite a lot of support in my business now. So I have women, um, I have this, I have this beautifully assembled team of very capable and able women helping me because it's their zone of genius and not mine. And they're much better at the things that they do than I am. And thank God for them. (laughs) And they help me out in a massive way and I love them, but that wasn't always true. Right. So of course, for several months, I'm trying to think at the point at which I first hired Carly was my first kind of ongoing support, um, that was really kind of impacting me in a practical way. I say that because I did take on my accountant was probably my very first um, hire in terms of hiring that continuous support. But I did that from like pretty much day, day zero, because I was just like, I just don't have time for this. I don't want to be faffing around with accounting. It doesn't look fun to me. Um, But when I took on Carly, I was at least, let me think, I'm gonna have to do the math in my head now. I was at least six or seven months into my business, but still pretty early on, right? Um, And I think that you, I think that if you really value your time and you want to be balancing motherhood and business in a way that really works for you and you don't want to restrict the growth of your business, I think we have to get on board with getting support earlier than seems quote-unquote justified or reasonable or whatever the thing may be i know that if i hadn't made that move then i would have slowed things down for myself i know that for certain so of course as i've taken on um more support things have evolved but here's what it looked like when i had no support because i want to be really clear on this because if you're at that point you might be thinking well great it's amazing that you're only doing you know essentially client-based work, creating content, a little bit of sales and some CEO stuff. But I've got all these other things that I need to do. I get it. So here's how it looked differently when I had no support. I had less clients. That's the reality of it. I had less clients because uh, I Well, for a couple of reasons, Uh, partly because, you know, you just gain some momentum over time, the longer that you are showing up online regularly and building relationships with people through your messaging and your content and helping them in advance with free value up front the more you build that momentum of filling up your pipeline with um, plenty of people who want to come and work with you. So of course, in those first few months, I didn't have the benefit of that momentum having been built. I was working on building it, right? So that's part of it. The other part of it though, is that, and the very reason that I took on Carly to begin with was because I just didn't have the time for more clients. So at that point, I was maxed out in terms of how many I could serve. And the only way for me to expand my coaching practice then and to take on extra clients was to take something off my plate. There was no other way to do it. Um, and so, of course, I had less clients then. So that's what it looked like. So that's why one of the reasons why I was earning less money was because I didn't have as many clients as I do now. Now, I do have a ceiling at which like, I don't go over with my number of clients. I am very specific about the amount of clients that I will serve at one particular time because I'm really dedicated to showing up in a massive way for them. So I think that's worth noting. It's not that I could just clear everything off the decks and only have client work. There's still things that are in my zone of genius to do and that I would like to be doing, but also to be able to show up energetically for my clients. I think having um, more than like my maximum amount would start to erode the energy that I have to bring to those client en- relationships. So I'm really mindful of that. And I just want to kind of add that in there as an extra note but I did have less clients so that was one of the things that meant that I had more time for the other stuff that I was having to do because I was doing it all myself so I spent way more time managing my content myself so um Reading things through and editing them. Not that my team do a ton of editing, but Carly will kind of pass things uh, through things and look for any little mistakes that I've missed. Although we have things like Grammarly, you know, that plugin that picks up most things anyway. She also formats my content how I like it. So you know how my emails appear. If you read my emails, you know what I mean. Um, she knows how I like them done, and so she just does that for me now. So I just write them, and she does the formatting. Um, my team also will go and post my content in all of the places. So schedule it to Facebook, schedule it to Instagram, go and post it in some other people's groups because that's part of our organic marketing strategy. Um, but now, but so back then, I was doing all of that myself. I was spending a lot more time on managing my own content. And I also back then didn't have my podcast. So I was going live once a week, most weeks. Sometimes, maybe once a month, I was doing maybe like a three day live stream series or a five day series or something like this. Um, Now, the benefit then for me was that no editing was required. So I didn't have, of course, there's a necessary expense involved there, but equally, I didn't feel like I had to edit it myself. so actually a saved um, time and or money, depending on which way you look at it. And I only generally did once a week apart from once a month when I might just do something a bit different. Whereas now I'm um, doing two podcast episodes a week, every single week, um, which I love and adore. But I have the time for that now because I've taken other things off my plate, such as uh, managing my content, which is was taking up a lot of time previously. Um, I spent way less time in any kind of CEO based activities back then I think that's kind of necessary when it's early in your business you have to just kind of get on with stuff and you don't have the luxury of time to really be strategizing or looking at the numbers and it's kind of early days so a lot of that doesn't really mean a ton in terms of the numbers you don't have like that kind of trends to look at or anything like that. So I spent way less time doing those kind of activities. Uh, and I probably did some more sales activities then because of course, um, I wasn't kind of converting so highly as I convert now. Now it's rare that I would get on a call with somebody who's not already like decided that they want to work with me. Whereas then I still had people, you know, who we needed to have a conversation about that. And sometimes it was the right thing for them. Sometimes it wasn't, or sometimes they were afraid or whatever the thing is but I did more sales activities then because now actually um, this podcast for example and the fact that I've been um, in the online space for longer the fact that I have clients who resign really frequently a lot of my clients um, continue working with me means that there's just um, less sales activities necessary for me to maintain on the one-to-one client side of things a fully booked coaching practice. Um, Of course, I do different sales activities in other ways now because I have other things that I sell. But then I was just predominantly selling one-to-one coaching so I was doing more sales activities then but selling less I had just really the one revenue stream does that make sense so that's what it looked like before I had any support um but the things that I have been doing have been in terms of how I manage my time have been the same so I want to share some of those with you but I would love you to first of all think about here's your next practical action you ready I would love you to think about what does your week look like? Are you even aware? Have you done any time tracking? Have you been really clear about how you're spending your time and whether or not that makes sense for where you are in your business? Are there things on your list that just aren't in your zone of genius? And how much time is it it taking for you to be doing those actions yourself? And what could you be doing with that time instead, like we talked about on last week's show? But do have a think about that. So for me, if you really broke it down, for me, it's like clients CEO stuff and content like that's for me that's that's what I'm here for that's my function within the business if other things start creeping onto my list my plate my calendar that don't fall into those kind of large categories then I'm really mindful of that and I'll be like hang on a second how did this get here (laughs) who do I need to delegate this to Uh, but I get it if you're if you're early days and you haven't got anybody to delegate to It can be difficult, but what I would say is making sure that you're prioritizing your time like I was back then. I was spending most of my time on my content and getting it out there and connecting with and engaging with people and on sales activities. So when I wasn't working specifically with clients, those were the things that I was consistently doing. And now now that hasn't actually changed a ton. It just looks differently. And it's more refined in terms of, I only do those pieces of that, that really make most sense for me to do. Does that make sense? But the still priority in my business is my clients, my messaging or content, whatever you want to call it. Um, sales activities kind of blends in more now. Um, kind of it and a bit of ceo stuff thrown in so what are you spending on time on your time on do you even know do stop and think about that have a look at how a typical week is panning out see if you need to make any adjustments see if you could Free up an hour one week, stop doing one thing and spend it doing some sales activities instead. Following up with some warm leads, hopping on calls with people, writing promotional posts, whatever you need to do. If you could free up time for some sales activities, always going to mean that you actually get more done because you get towards sales quicker. You move the needle in that direction, right? So I've been thinking about how I get so much done and I wanted to give you some tips. So I've got five particular tips that you can take away from how I get all of that done in 25 hours a week or less and feel like I've got a great sense of balance. So that's the other thing is I'm not feeling strapped for time. I'm not feeling stressed. I'm not feeling overwhelmed, which I think is really important because I think you can be working 25 hours a week and feel those ways. Um, so one way um, that I manage to get that much done, move my business forward, but also feel good in the process is, of course, first of all, can't ignore it. It's my mindset. I value my time I don't buy into the money requires hard work or hustle old way of thinking and I'm proactive with my mindset. So I make sure that I'm maintaining a high level of thinking that serves me in my business. So that's something that you can start doing too. You can start being proactive about what you're believing. You can look at your current belief system and whether or not that's impacting how you're moving your business forward in the hours that you have and see if you can make some changes to your beliefs that are going to support you in showing up differently for the hours that you have. The second thing that I would love you to think about, this is something that was a game changer for me, is getting super focused. So one of the reasons that I get so much done in 25 hours a week or less is because I am crazy focused. <laughs> when I'm working, I am working. I know what my big vision is, I know what my goal is or result is that I'm working towards. I am laser focused. Um so one thing that helps me with that is having that focus, that clear focus defined for me, defined for my business, that having goals that I'm working towards, results that I'm working towards, writing them out daily, pinning them up somewhere, reminding myself, writing them on my whiteboard, whatever I need to do. But I make sure that I'm priming myself to be focused so that when I'm showing up for my business, I'm not just diving into my email list and going from there. I'm not working with some massive to-do list and hopping around from thing to thing, ending the day feeling like I'm not sure what I achieved. I know what I want to achieve in a week and in a given day. And I show up and I put my energy there first. I don't let my to-do list run my business. I let my focus dictate my to-do list. Does that make sense? I have a really strict way of managing my to-do list and planning out my days those of you who ever purchased the Make Money like a, or the Money Making Mother bundle over in the template shop will have got it as a, a bonus thrown in. So you'll know what I'm talking about. All my clients know what I'm talking about because I pretty much force it on most of them. I don't actually force it. I'm kidding, of course, but it is. it works. It's, the theory behind it comes from psychology and how our brains work best. And it's been one of the things that has helped me to end my day feeling satisfied with what I've achieved and not feel overwhelmed and like I should be doing more. There's always more to do, but it's one of the things that that technique has really helped me with that. But what I can recommend for you is to have that focus, know what, what is it that I'm focusing on in my business for the next, let's say, 90 days. What do I want to try to achieve overall in that time? Great. Now, on a weekly basis, what do I want to achieve this week? Not what do I want to do, what do I want to achieve? What do I want to make happen? And then from there, come up with your actions for your to-do list based on things that will take you a step further towards your goal. Okay um so that's how um I maintain my focus the other thing in terms of focus that really helps me is a couple of little hacks here one is I listen to concentration music so if I'm doing what I would call deep work there is a book called deep work I haven't actually read it but kind of get the concept right um if I'm doing deep work by which I mean something creative so it could be writing um content could be outlining a podcast could be uh, creating when I was writing um, the course content for Limits Money, any any of those kind of things where I really want to be super focused and creative and, and working in that kind of flow state. Do you know what I mean? When it just comes so naturally and easy to you and you're not forcing it and you just feel like you've got so much done and you look at the clock and it's been like 10 minutes. Like I love getting into that state. So one of the things that helps me is I just, if you go in YouTube and look for like concentration music, there's like a ton in there. Find something that you like. I've got some favorite that I like um, and I'll put that on put my headphones in and I just find it helps me tune everything else out I only have the one tab open oh yeah I have my phone on airplane mode yes I'm hella serious about this um, and I just get super focused in that moment the other thing is I try to now I've recently kind of made some shifts to my calendar I try to get that focus work done as early as possible in my day because I know that that's when I'm most alert and that's been really serving me and also helping me to feel like I'm moving the business forward faster because I'm achieving those kind of things that propel the business forward at the top of the day Um, and you know we've talked about it before the main thing is keeping the main thing the main thing so you need to know what your main thing is Um, and that's one of the ways that you can help to use those hacks like use the concentration music or work at the time of day that you know that is um, the best for you to really focus in that way, but also knowing what you're striving towards. Okay, the third thing is to prioritize. Now, one of the reasons why we feel overwhelmed is because we don't understand our priorities and we feel like everything is urgent. Everything needs to be done. We don't know what to focus on first and then we can end up feeling like we're going round and round in circles, not actually getting anything done because we don't know which one to start. And I'm going to start this one. Oh no, but wait, this one over here feels also urgent. Oh no, somebody emails me that feels urgent. When you have really clear priorities, it helps you to know what you need to work on first, and it helps you to be okay. And this is the thing I don't think people talk about. When you have clear priorities, it helps you to be okay with deprioritizing for something, with not getting to something. I'm going to be honest with you. I've got things on my like wider general to-do list. So This is a list that I keep somewhere else because I don't want to be looking at that every day. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> but you know, just that list of things that you don't want to like let go of or forget by accident, brain dump kind of list. I have things on there that have been on there for months and I'm not getting to them and I'm okay with it. I'm totally okay with it. You know why? Because I know my priorities and I have them locked down. And I know that if it's important, I'll get to it. And in the meantime, I have things that are a higher priority. So i Always have priorities in my business. They don't typically change. And that's the thing. So they don't change from day to day or week to week. My priorities are number one, my one to one clients, my customers from the Limitless Mother Template Shop, my students of my Limitless Money course. They are my number one priority. They are everything to me in this business. And so they're always my number one priority. So anything that relates to that area is a focus area, right? It's a priority. Now, it doesn't mean that it gets done first in the day necessarily, because like I said, sometimes I'll be doing that deep work first thing in the day. But it is a priority, and it helps me to decide what I want to achieve in a given week. But if I'm if I'm sure that uh, that, that all my clients and customers are happy, then I know that I can be focusing my attention um, on my second priority. And so my second priority, I have three priorities. Number one, my clients, customers, and course students and two and three sometimes switch around it doesn't kind of matter (laughs) because I just know that uh, it will go between one and then the other depending on what we're working on but number two will be the template shop and number three will be the podcast so sometimes we're really working on podcast growth sometimes we're really working on template shop growth that's it so those are like my three priorities and having just those three and knowing so clearly what number one is really helps me to get more done that's important and move my business forward in the time that I have. Is this making sense? And so I'm not controlled by my to-do list because I know what I want to achieve and because I have these priorities, right? So I'm super disciplined on making sure that if something gets onto my to-do list or my calendar, it's in line with my priorities. It's in, in line with my focus. It's in line with the goals that I'm working towards. Number four is trust. We've talked about this already, but I trust myself to keep to my own commitments. So if I put something in my calendar, I trust myself to stick to it or to find a way to make it happen if for some some reason something comes up. I honor my own time. I also lean into my feminine energy. You've heard me talk about this before, but I also trust that I get to receive. I trust that things work out for me. I trust that there's a higher power also working on my behalf and that it's not all 100% on me. And I think that's a big help in getting as much as I do done in 25 hours because I'm not trying to do absolutely everything myself and that I trust that what I am doing is enough and there's always more that we could be doing but we have to draw a line somewhere. We have to stick to the hours if that's important to us. And for me, it is important. And so I have to trust that there's like a cumulative effect or that things can just miraculously work out sometimes or that the universe will just send me unexpected discovery calls or whatever the thing is. But I just have to trust that it's not work in equals money out. And that's not been my experience. So I get to trust that more easily now, but it was a choice initially, right? And I also trust myself not to beat myself up. So if there are things hanging around in my to-do list, I'm not beat myself about, up about that. If there's something that I don't get to um, and something has to be delayed because of my focus, because of my priorities, I trust myself to be okay with that in advance. It's a big part of this. So I'd love you to take that away for yourself as well. See if you can cultivate that same sense of trust that will really serve you and just freeze up so much energy when we just trust ourselves. And the fifth thing that helps me to get this much done in this amount of time is the three R's. Rest, re-energize, reset, could be recuperate. get thrown in a r word relax anything that you want there some r words is number five if i didn't do that if i didn't have clearly carved out time in my calendar each week where i get to have downtime and i mean downtime for me that doesn't mean like doing jobs around the house or having my mum hat on it's not necessarily a ton of time but it is time um if i didn't do that i can't I couldn't show up with the focus and the energy that I do show up with for the activities in my business, for the hours that I'm spending. And I wouldn't actually leverage my time in the way that I do. And I wouldn't get as much out of those 25 hours that I do. So I understand so clearly because I've seen times when I haven't um, dedicated that time to myself, given myself that time to, for self-care, to rest, to recuperate when I haven't when that time has been squeezed it's been way harder for me to show up for my business in the way that I like to it's been way harder for me to make really great decisions about what I'm doing with my day and and when we're feeling really depleted and low on energy then it's really easy for us to spiral downwards into negative thinking or to not do the mindset work that keeps us buoyant and keeps us showing up with the right energy or to succumb to shiny object syndrome or imposter syndrome any of the syndromes right so because I understand that now, <laughs> I learned my lesson, right, in the past, then that's also a priority for me in my week. And I make sure that every week and, and every day, ideally, that I have some time just for me. Like I said, it might not be hours and hours of time, but every, every week I have time for me. Every day I have at least a little bit of time for me so that I can properly rest. And that helps me show up for my business in the way that I want to so that I can get this much done in 25 hours, but also it helps me show up as the kind of mum that I want to be when I've got my mum hat on. So I hope that's been interesting. I know that a lot of you are often curious and do ask me questions about how I am managing to do so much in the amount of time that I have. I hope that's been um, insightful and I hope it's made you think most importantly about how you can be leveraging your time more, showing up and really moving the needle forward in whatever hours that you have that feel good to you that you want to dedicate to your business. But just to recap there quickly, the two action items that I would love you to do would be to first of all, get honest with yourself about what your mindset is around the hours that you're working or that you want to be working and what you're believing to be true about time and making money and the relationship between the two of them. The other action item was How are you spending your time? Get really clear on that and see and have a look at how you've spent your time, say this week or just today, and ask yourself Has that been the best use of my time? Now, don't use that to beat yourself up but think about how can i be shifting my activities i'm shifting how i'm allocating my time so that i'm pouring more of my time and energy into things that really move my business forward and, and light me up and make me feel good and then those five practical tips where number one work on your mindset value your time um number two focus, find a way to get focused. Is it the concentration music? Is it shifting it around so it's a time of day when you're less likely to get disturbed? Find what works for you so that you're focused. Know what your clear goal is. Know what thing you're working towards, what result so that you can fix your eyes on that prize and make sure that you are tailoring your activities to suit the pursuit of that thing um number three is prioritize so have really clear priorities in your business what do your priorities look like in your business have them written somewhere write them on the back of your hand if you need to write them on your mirror whatever you need to be doing just to see it every day and i actually write mine out every single day so at the moment i'm writing out number one clients and customers number two template shop number three podcast. It just helps me to every day make sure that I'm aligning the action that I'm taking with my priorities, right? Number four is trust. Trust yourself to stick to your commitments. Put things in your calendar, take them off your to-do list and put them in your calendar and then trust yourself to stick to them. Honor your own time in that way. Lean into your feminine energy. It's another way that we can trust by trusting in the greater good, trusting that things work out for us, trusting that we're taken care of, trusting that it's not all on you, right? Um, And trusting that what you've done is enough. That's a great way to make sure that you bring the right energy to your business because if you bring a frantic energy to your business if you have this feeling of lack around time and you're bringing that to your business it's not the best way to get the most out of your time does that make sense that's how that trust piece works and then the fifth thing is make sure that you're resting resetting re-energizing every day ideally even if it's only for a small amount of time but make sure you have that time to decompress okay and those are my practical tips for you today. I hope you've enjoyed them. Next up, it's time for today's dash of woo. You didn't think we'd do anything without a dash of woo, did you? So here's what I'd love you to do. I'd love you to close your eyes if you can, if you're driving, obviously, or find a time when you can do this afterwards. But close your eyes and imagine getting into bed and it's just been a work day for you and you feel just so satisfied with the work that you've done that day. You've had a really great day. Maybe you made some sales. Maybe you connected with some new clients. Maybe you received some great testimonials. Maybe you got some really great work done for a project. Maybe you can see some really great potential for something in your business and how your business is going to move forward next. But really tap into that feeling. What would that really Fantastic day look like for you? That day where you feel really pleased with the work that you've done. What does that look like? What does that feel like to you? And how does it feel to know, lying there as you're about to drift off to sleep, that you showed up for your business today um, with great energy, with your mindset on point, and that you moved your business forward, even if it was in a small way? How does that feel? I want you to get really clear on how that feels. If you want to journal that out, go ahead. Or if you just want to kind of tap into that feeling within, or if you want to visualize it, whatever works for you, whether you're visual, you like to write, you like to just feel things. But get really familiar with how that feels. Because if that's not how you've been feeling, then that's what we need to work on, right? There's no amount of working is going to get you to that feeling. You need to work on cultivating that feeling yourself first. You know I talk about all the time, If we want to have a different experience, we want to achieve something new, we need to be that person first. So get familiar with what it feels like to be the kind of person who gets lots done in the time that they have to work, who's always moving their business forward, who doesn't feel limited or restricted by the hours that she works. Get really familiar with that. And then I want you to find a way to start practicing, cultivating, setting intentions around that feeling. So if you imagine that feeling before you go to sleep, then you can set an intention that tomorrow I'm going to end my day feeling the same or tomorrow I'm going to wake up and feel excited to go and play my day out in this way. You can start your day by journaling out an intention, speaking an intention out loud around today I'm going to show up with this kind of energy or today I'm moving my business forward in this way. The point is, is to bring some intentionality to the energy that you're bringing and how you're feeling and thinking about your time specifically and how you're using it in your business. Does this make sense? So in order to have the experience of feeling really satisfied with the time that you've spent in your business on a given day to have the experience of seeing your business moving forward without you having to work any harder or longer hours you need to be that person first you need to be that person who feels that way first you need to feel the feelings and that is the thing that magnetizes to us and attracts to us the experience that matches it right so having got clear on what that would feel like through either that visualization or that journaling or just that tuning into that feeling in your body, then I'd love you to think about every day before you start your work and then every day that when you end your work or when you're lying in bed, but top and tail the day with that really intentional cultivation of those feelings practice them try them on for size at first it might not feel too true it's okay it's repetition that works but start to actively and proactively cultivate that feeling so you can start stepping into being the kind of person who is just of course building her business on whatever hours that you have at your disposal of course moving the needle forward of course making the best use of her time generally speaking of course making more and more money without increasing her hours go and practice that. I think you're going to love today's Dash of Woo. Um, And if you do, send me a message over on Instagram, slide into my DMs. I'm at Corey Javid and let me know. I always love it when you ladies do that. Before we go, don't forget that if you were one of the women that grabbed one of my free templates last week, you've got 50% off. Go and grab your coupon code from your email. If you can't find it, send us an email at team at Coryjavit.com and we'll totally hook you up. Because you're an action taker, you get 50% off. And I know because so many of you have told me this, that because you were there in the shop choosing your free template, that you've seen, that's things that you know that you're going to need next or that you want right now as well, go and get it with 50% off, right? Have that on me, 50% off. And I really want you to keep getting the answers that you need to meet your goals quicker and to achieve the things that you want to achieve faster. And one of the ways that I can help you to do that is by giving you my templates, which basically my business secrets, how I'm doing things that you can take and apply directly to your business, all manner of things. We've got podcast outline uh, templates in there email nurture sequence templates landing page templates we've got financial goal setting templates oh fun fact as well we're going to have a new template coming to the shop very soon, maybe even by the time this goes out, but possibly if not a couple of days later. And it's going to be around manifesting money. Oh, I'm so excited. I want to tell you more, but I'm going to wait until it's definitely out. Keep your eyes peeled for that. If it comes out in time, you might even be able to nab it at 50% off. Yay. Amazing. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you want to find out more about today's show, you can head over to the show notes. You can find a link for those in your pod Podcast player, or you can head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash 25 that's the numbers 25 hour work week 25 hour work week amazing until next time go and be limitless thank you for listening i appreciate you so much if you've enjoyed listening to today's show make sure you subscribe on itunes or stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are Limitless